Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 389 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. According to the U.S. Institute for the Study of War, Russia's spring offensive is likely reaching its culmination, reports Espresso. The experts point out that ongoing Russian offensives in the Donetsk region, along the Svatova criminal line, around Bakhmut, and along the Avdiivka and Vuhladar front lines have failed to make more than incremental tactical gains in the first few months of 2023. Russia has committed the approximately 300,000 mobilized soldiers called up by partial mobilization in September 2022 for the purpose of pursuing exactly such a spring offensive. If 300,000 Russian soldiers have been unable to give Russia a decisive offensive edge in Ukraine, it is highly unlikely that the commitment of additional forces in future mobilization waves will produce a dramatically different outcome this year. Ukraine is therefore well positioned to regain the initiative and launch counteroffensives in critical sectors of the current front line, says the Institute. The U.S. Institute for the Study of War also commented on Putin's recent visit to the occupied Mariupol, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The experts believe that likely he did it to project the image of invulnerability and to continue efforts to portray himself as an involved wartime leader. Putin's visit to Mariupol included highly staged meetings with residents, a bizarre drive around the city with Putin supposedly driving the car himself, and a briefing from the Russian deputy prime minister about restoration efforts in the city. The Kremlin likely framed Putin's visit to occupied Ukraine outside of Crimea as a spontaneous act in order to portray Putin as an invincible wartime leader who can visit the zone of hostilities without concern. The Institute's report also suggests that Putin also likely meant his visit to be a response to the International Criminal Court's arrest warrant for his involvement in war crimes connected to the deportation of Ukrainian children, at least 1,000 of whom Russian officials deported from Mariupol alone. Putin's Mariupol visit was likely also aimed to respond to a long-standing and pervasive fear in the nationalist space about a prospective Ukrainian counteroffensive in southern Ukraine. The German Justice Ministry has announced that it will execute an arrest warrant for Russian President Vladimir Putin if he sets foot on German soil, reports European Pravda. The ministry pointed out that the International Criminal Court, unlike national law enforcement agencies, can take action against heads of state. Earlier, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz welcomed the court's decision and said that the warrant for Putin's arrest shows that no one is above the law. In response, Alexander Bastrykin, head of Russia's investigative committee, has tasked the Russian prosecutor general with giving a legal assessment of the German statements. Later, South Africa stated that it is aware of its legal obligations and takes into account the International Criminal Court's warrant for the arrest of Putin. According to Reuters, while there has been no official confirmation of Putin's visit, he is expected to attend the 15th BRICS summit in South Africa, as he did in 2013. But such a visit would place the local government, which has not condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine, in a precarious position. On 16 March, the International Criminal Court issued a warrant for the arrest of Russian President Vladimir Putin in the suspicion of war crime, the illegal deportation and displacement of Ukrainian children. 
Four Ukrainian soldiers died in an emergency that occurred in the Desna training center in the Chernigiv region, reports Gromadske. No details of the emergency are shared. The State Bureau of Investigations is looking into this situation. The Desna Training Center is focused on training personnel in various branches of the ground forces of Ukraine. It is directly subordinated to the command of the ground forces. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky informed that United24 charity platform has crossed the 300 million mark in donations. Among those who helped are thousands and thousands of people from more than a hundred countries. Their donations helped buy drones for Ukraine's military, buy ambulances, rebuild hospitals and infrastructure. The president thanked all those who helped Ukraine. Volodymyr Zelensky praised those who are clearing Russian mines and unexploded ordnance left by the occupier. This is a daily painstaking and very dangerous job, said the president. He informed that since the beginning of the full-scale war, pyrotechnics and explosive specialists have already inspected more than 1,000 square kilometers of territory. Over 400,000 enemy shells have been neutralized and more than 200,000 explosive items have already been removed. The Highlights from Ukraine podcast is an uncommercial initiative of just two people, and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the apps, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.